welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, not how I planned my wedding night. This was the night. The wedding day had been a blur. But now everyone was gone, and the young husband was alone with his new bride. He drained the last of his wine, took a deep breath, and strode confidently into the bedroom. His bride was already in bed. She smiled up at him and he smiled back. She looked so beautiful in the candlelight. He sat down on the bed and leaned in close to her. I have something to tell you, she said. Promise me that you will reveal this to no one. He promised. I have pledged myself to God, she continued. If you touch me, the angel next to me will strike you dead. But if you love me purely, he will also love you and show you his grace. Her husband was a bit taken aback, to say the least. This is certainly not how I imagined this was going to go, he thought. Why was she holding back from him? Was she cheating on him? But if she was cheating on him, would she look so calm? Confident and innocent? Whatever was going on, he had to know the truth. If you want me to believe what you are saying, he said to his wife, show me the angel. If I find that he really is an angel of God, I shall do as you say. However, if instead you are holding back because you love another man, then I shall kill both you and him. His wife nodded. If you believe in Christ, she responded, and will be baptized from your former sins, you may see this shining angel. Very well, the husband said. Where do I go to be baptized this late at night? Who can do it? She smiled. Her husband certainly did not beat around the bush 
First, however, before he could believe, he needed to learn about our blessed Lord. For the next few hours, she told him about sin, about death, and about Christ. Couples spend their wedding night in each other's arms. This husband sat with his wife on their marriage bed while she spoke of the God-made man, our salvation won by the sacrifice of the cross and the resurrection of the dead. Initially, his only concern was to unravel his wife's strange behavior. Now he began to wonder about this Christ. As he learned more and more, he wanted to be baptized, not just to see the angel, but to be washed from his sins and share in the resurrection. By the time his wife finished, his mind was set. Follow the main road south, three miles outside of town, she instructed. There you will find a priest ministering to the poor. Tell him what I have told you. When he has purged you from sin by baptism, then when you come back, you shall see the angel. Her husband set out immediately. Persevering through several adventures that night, he professed the faith and was baptized. When he returned to his bedchamber, he saw his wife kneeling in prayer and near her, radiating beauty and power far beyond this earth, stood an angel. The husband approached cautiously and knelt down next to his wife. The angel held two crowns, one of roses and one of lilies. He gave one to the wife and the other to the husband, saying, Keep these crowns with an undefiled and clean body, for I have brought them to you from paradise, and they shall never fade, nor wither, nor lose their savor, nor may anyone see them who does not love chastity. Turning to the husband, the angel said, Because you have listened to good counsel, ask for what favor you want. The young man responded without hesitation. There is nothing in this world dearer to me 
than my brother, whom I wish might know this very truth with me. The angel replied, Your petition pleases our Lord, and you both shall come to him by the palm of martyrdom. So it was that, according to the legend, Valerian and his brother Tibertius came to the faith through the prayers and instruction of Valerian's holy bride. Though later legends have thrown these three unrelated saints together, along with the fourth, Maximus, these men and this woman really did suffer martyrdom under the Romans for following our blessed Lord. In particular, the courage and virtue of this woman have been celebrated throughout the centuries to such an extent that she is included in the Roman canon. The virgin and martyr named Saint Cecilia. And for this week, that's the word. Our family has a beautiful tradition of reading the saints every morning at the end of breakfast. And we have a couple saint books. And it's very fascinating. Sometimes we have a saint that is very well known and there's a few paragraphs to talk about their life. And sometimes we open up the saint of the day and it simply says, this person is a saint and we know next to nothing about them. Even with the ones we know next to nothing about, they tend to present a bunch of paragraphs about the legend that they have with Valerian, Tiberius, and Maximus. We know quite literally nothing about them except they're buried in the catacombs. We found their bodies in the catacombs. There was a nice little sign that said, these guys are saints, they're martyrs, and they're here. Hooray. This reminds me of what my vice rector once told us when we heard about legends of the saints and stories about Rome. If it's not true, it ought to be. So just to be clear, in the legend, Tiberius, Maximus, and Valerian are all tied together with St. Cecilia. However, they very likely had nothing to do with each other. St. Cecilia is buried separately. She's in a different part of Rome. These three were found together in the catacombs. Their feast day is April 14th, and St. Cecilia's feast day is November 22nd. One thing, as we were recording this story, I was thinking to myself, this had to be a very, very, very long night for the discussion between the two, then for him to go out and find a priest who get baptized. I don't know about this priest, but if someone came to me with the story, I said, can you come back tomorrow morning and I'll baptize you? To be clear, we also left out the part of the legend where the angel appears in front of him. This priest is actually Pope Urban and there's this angel that appears and gives more catechetical instruction and Valerian falls down on his face and there's all this speeches and all the poor people who 
Urban is ministering to at 3 a.m. or something like that, or all cheering. My question is, how long is this night? Like, did the sun decide to not rise? Did the earth stop its revolution? This is the reverse Joshua miracle. Would it be revolution or rotation? Revolution refers to it's traveling around the sun, right? Rotation is just the actual spinning. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but... That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think... Earth revolves in orbit around the sun in 365 days, 6 hours, 9 minutes, with references to the stars, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, good job. Well, thank you. I have to uh, thank my science teacher for that. Mom? Or dad. Can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember which one. Homeschoolers. So this story is from the Golden Legend, which is a collection that was made in the 14th century of a bunch of different legends about the saints. They are fantastic. They're really entertaining. I don't know how much credence you can put into their substance as far as historical accuracy but the virtues it preaches and the heroic acts that it lauds are definitely worthy of enjoyment. Absolutely. They certainly inspire us and help remind us of the things that are eternal as we live this pilgrimage of life. Now it's trivia time. Ba, da, 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 da. Last story's trivia question was... Who were the oldest and youngest signers of the United States Declaration of Independence? The answer is Benjamin Franklin of Pennsylvania at 70 and Edward Rutledge of South Carolina at 26. This story's trivia question is What was Maximus's role in the legend of St. Cecilia? That question again. What was Maximus's role in the legend of St. Cecilia? If you think you know the answer, email us or contact us on social media and let us know. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, not how I plan my wedding night, at thunderrock.org, where you can read St. Cecilia's full story in the Golden Legend. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.